Hello and welcome back to Look Who's Laughing, a comedy podcast presented by Motif Magazine. Today our host John Fusak shares a few laughs with Vic DiBattetto. We want to thank our sponsors for this episode, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hi, this is Vic DiBattetto. I'm all ready when you are. I am all ready and set to go. Beautiful. So, are you in New Jersey? Yes. What part of New Jersey do you live in? Uh, I, I say Freehold, because nobody ever heard of Manalapin. Manalapin? There okay. you go. How far is it outside of New York City? Oh, 45 minutes. Okay, that's not bad. So, you're going to be at the Odium for two right. nights. And, uh, April, what is it? April 21, 22, 22, something like that. Yeah, something like that. It seems like you do a lot of two night shows. That's a good thing. Yeah, starting to pick up again. So, you, you, uh, seem to be a mostly East Coast guy. Yeah, but I'm going to start branching out now. I'm going to Texas, uh, actually, Seattle, Chicago. Time to start branching out. Do they, uh, do they get the whole Italian thing out there? Or are they kind of clueless? Well, I, I don't do the Italian stuff out there. Oh, I, okay. uh, I got other stuff. Plus, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> you have 26 seconds that changed your life. The milk and bread video. Well, that was the first one that went viral. That was in 2013. But people think that was the... You know, I've been doing those since 2009. That was when that happened to go viral. And yes, it did help me get a following on the social media. I almost deleted it. I thought it was stupid. But <laughs> uh, that 26 seconds got me, at that time, more recognition than 30 years of stand-up. Where were you doing stand-up previously? All over the tri-state area. What uh, what is what got you to go into stand-up? Because you, it said you were a garbage man and a bus driver. To... Garbage man, bus driver, cement truck driver. I had two jobs. I once drove my garbage truck to Dangerfield's Comedy Club in New York City. I asked the owner if I could have some stage time and I'll pick up his garbage. And that, that's how I broke into Dangerfield's. I always had two jobs. But since 2013, I'm only doing, you know, I'm just doing comedy. Because everything, that was like the perfect storm. The bread and milk went viral. I signed up with a great manager. Uh, Kevin James called me to be in a movie. And I was just riding the wave. It was going beautiful. Then the damn pandemic hit. And I made it. You know, a lot of guys, they didn't survive the, the pandemic. But no. I made it. You know, every state has a different restrictions. It's hard. So right. it seems like we're winding down now, I hope. And all Wait. the shows, I mean, all my shows were canceled. I was going to bed after Jeopardy. <laughs> Well, I, I noticed that you did have a lot of shows, and I mean, I, I'm a musician, so I same thing happened to me. I got all my yeah, shows you know, canceled. You know what and, happened. But Everybody you did a lot of uh, live streaming. You kept yourself alive by, you had the YouTube videos that kept you going. You had uh... Yes, that's what saved me, my videos, because I'm on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and I monetize. I get paid for those. Oh, that's but good. As, but as far as the uh, virtual comedy shows, it was horrible. I, you need a live audience. You can't stand in your office late at night screaming, and your wife is uh, saying, can you keep it down while you're looking at, at people my age on, on the screen? Looks like the, the, the messed up Brady bunk. I can't hear you. Where's the volume? They're with their reading glasses. You see their nose hairs. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. I'm, I'm never again do I want to do that. Yeah, I, I didn't do any live streaming. I, I need an audience. It's it's just, there's something about it. It's just, you need that interaction between the of audience. Course. Otherwise, it's too sterile. You know, you can't have 300 people watching you. There's only like six people on, you know, on the screen. I mean, 300 are watching you, but you only see and hear like a dozen. You know, right. I'm doing my show. You hear a toilet flush. You hear somebody's parrot. <laughs> You hear some guy, hey, Marie, get me a glass. I mean, come on. <laughs> they don't realize they're in their homes and that I hear them. 
right? So I, I read one of your quotes on a recent uh, you, uh, Facebook post that said you could make the chairs laugh if you had to. Yeah, you know, I don't care if there's uh, two people or 2,000 people. Those two people, they came for a show, and I'm going to give it 110% just like I would a sold-out show. I prefer a sold-out show, but, you know, first of all, you know, I'm exaggerating. If, if there's only two people, they should give them free passes and cancel the freaking show. So uh, I love what I do. I no, it's, it's obvious performing. you love what you do, and it's That's a good thing. That's the payoff. You know what it's like in this business. It's all bullshit, you know, until right. you hit that stage. Right, right. Um, one of the things I noticed about you is that you've monetized a lot of things. Your website has a lot of merch on it, and, and right. you've added coffee. It seems like that coffee thing started by some this crazy video you went into a, a store yep. and just... Was that was that staged or was that planned? Was That, that was... That was planned because oh. I don't want to get arrested, but the guy did a great job. No, he did. I, he really looked pissed off. The thing with that is I just took it to another level because I'm Italian, I'm sure you know by now, and every time Italians serve coffee, it's like a big production. My mother would come out with the farberware, still with the electrical cord connected. Uh, who wants coffee? <laughs> who? And I took it to, it's like a big deal. And some coffee line contacts my manager and says, why don't, why don't we try giving Vicky's own coffee line? And there you go. I got K-Cup, and it's, it's doing pretty good. I got a regular dark roast, hazelnut. Crazy. It's crazy. Well, it seems like you even have toilet paper. You got to have fun. Once, <laughs> once, this, once this starts to seem like a job, that's when it's time to hang it up. How has the toilet paper been selling? The toilet paper's been doing pretty good. Um, Do you feel people weird with people wiping their ass with your face? No. I, I tell the crowd, this is what happens when I get shit-faced. That, that, gets, a, that gets a good laugh. <laughs> But the toilet paper did good during the pandemic when it was a shortage. I'm sure it did. So uh, one of the things I noticed is that I saw you singing on one of your videos, and you don't have a half-bad voice. Have you nah, ever? I, 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 I'm, I'm a pretty talented guy, but it's got to be opera. I can't I can't hit, you know. Which video was it? I forgot. I I, it was a Sinatra it. video, I think. You were doing like a oh, Sinatra thing. Oh, okay. Yes, I did a goof on Sinatra. I got it. Yeah, that was a funny one. Have you ever sung in person live? No, no, no. I'm I'm a comedian. I I'll leave the singing to you guys. <laughs> now I watched a, a very relevant video. It was a video of you changing your clocks, where you went through a whole lot of clocks and you oh. took care of them in all kinds of different ways. You must have, that I, must have cost you a few bucks to yeah, make that video. Yeah, I actually I went to Target and I spent fifty dollars <laughs> worth. I tried to salvage some of them so I could bring them back. But it, I, I just got it. I did one a couple of years ago, uh, trying to change the clock in the car. Oh, that that's one a viral. project. That one viral too. I said, you got to work for freaking NASA to figure this shit out. Forget it. I'll take it to the dealer. You know what? I'll just look at my phone or my watch. Do you know somebody named Johnny Paisan? Uh, he, he's no, a musician. I, I, he's a musician. With that name, it sounds like there's like 2,000 of Johnny Paisans in, in between New York and Rhode Island. I'm probably. Well, the reason I ask that is because you have ringtones. You do the, you know, you do your sayings as ringtones. Yeah. This guy is, he's a member of a band called the Blushing Brides, but I guess he's played with other places. And he, he does Waze narration for that, that um, program that when you drive. Yep. Have you ever thought about doing that? I, I, I think you just gave me an idea. I never thought of that. Thank there you, you go. If you should, you should give it a listen. It, it's uh, my girlfriend uses it every time we go somewhere and it's, 
You know, it's like, hey, take a ride over here. Right. I told you. Hey, uh, you missed it. Turn around. Yeah, Talk exactly. The cops. Make yeah. the U-turn. Exactly. That's what he does. Right. And you should do that. That would be perfect for you. Wow. See? I'll check that out. Just gave you another way to make money. Beautiful. I, I watched some videos. I don't know if you still do 30 seconds with Vic or if those were old. Oh, or, no. Or no, that, just... that, that got out of hand. It was too much. It was After a while, it was the same people calling and listening. I would go live on Facebook, Instagram, and you, it was it was hard. You know, I, it was just me in my office with three phones. I, I, it wasn't professionally set up. And, you know, it, it started turning into sob stories. People <laughs> calling me up. Well, it my seemed like you were calling died. some people. What's that? It seemed like you were calling some people. Yeah, I mean, who who does that? I was I calling the fans. It wasn't the fans calling me. I thought that was odd that you were calling the people. Well, that was the beauty of that. But then there were a lot of people, you know, because I told them, send me your numbers. Then you call them. Nobody picks home. up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was getting to be just too much. It was too time consuming and, and, and stupidity. And this, I got zero talents for stupid people. I, no. I, I can't help. It. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, a friend of mine said a thing. He says, who's your cardiologist? Because she thinks you're going to have a heart attack on stage. See, what people don't understand, that's just for a couple of minutes. The rest of the day, I don't talk. <laughs> I'm a mope. I walk around the house. People don't even believe. I don't even tell people I'm a comedian. They don't believe it. But then when they see me on stage, it's, I'm like two different people. Well, you must be, uh, got to have your blood pressure check. Like like Lewis um, Black kind of goes off and he feels, I, I think Lewis Black is going to stroke out on stage. Oh, no. You see the vein in my forehead and my neck's popping? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm in tip-top shape. Oh, that's good. Speaking of that, it's like... You have the? Do you still do the ticked off Vic videos? Yes. Matter of fact, I got to do one uh, today about uh, fans who tell me they're my top fans, they're my biggest fans, and they ask where I'm gonna be after I'm there. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be a doozy. Wait till you see this one. You know, I just, how come you don't come to Boston? Uh, I was just in Boston. It was advertised for months. I thought you're a top fan. Please, th don't get me started. Seriously. Oh, I, I, I know the feeling. I get the same thing. It's just thing. amazing. You got to hold their hand. I mean, when I want to go see, see Springsteen, I go to his website. I don't call Springsteen. <laughs> they tell me, Vic, let me know when you, yeah, I'm, I got a million fans. I'm going to let you know. Check my flyer, my website, my banner. Please, you have no idea. No idea. Oh, no, I know, because people do the same thing with my band. It's like they'll say, when are you going to play? And then we just yeah. played a gig. Yeah, it, exactly. It's, a, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, you so, know I'm, I, I tell them, help me to help you. I'm, I'm giving you all these ways to find out where my shows are. And you, they just get me upset. Then, uh, right, oh, you forgot where you came from. No, I came from my mother. That's where I came from. So uh, do you have plastic on your furniture at home? Oh, I, no, my parents did. I, we, we, I, me and my wife, we stopped that that tradition even the, even the dog was wrapped in plastic i'm like grandma let him out he's trying to bark we got a picture of jesus christ shaking hands with frank sinatra <laughs> when you do these videos i've seen the a video of you walking around is that your neighborhood that you're walking around yeah well it seems like That's... a very normal neighborhood that you live in yeah my my neighbors are kind of used to me i mean i did this one video where i was driving my ride-on mower in a suit <laughs> And my neighbor comes out, and she's just like, hey, Vic, waves at me, goes back in the house. They're used to it. Do you mow your lawn in the suit? Cause I no, 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 no. I heard that no. you do mow your own lawn. Yeah, I do. The only thing I don't do is the fertilizing, but I, I do I cut every. I like cut. It gets me out of the house is what I'm trying to say. 
Well, it, it sounds like from some of the videos I watch, you don't like the job that other people do either. Exactly. I'm, I'm old school. You want things done, you got to do it yourself. So it seems like we grew up in the same time period because I think we're just a couple of months apart in age because you're 61. Yeah, I'm 61. Yeah, I'm going to be 61 too in about yep. two months. The, the world that we grew up with is no more. No, it's, it's a big change. And I'm sure that, I mean, I'm getting to be a... a curmudgeoning it's scary out there it, it really is. is it is it's it's you know i kind of vent in my column a lot about the, a lot of things and i i can understand how you would have a lot to uh complain about <laughs> I, I talk about I, you know i try to talk about com see george Collin was a big influence on me and i try to talk about social issues and just common sense and right away it becomes political everything's political i never said who i voted for I, and i tell people i don't care who you voted for just just be a decent human being just common sense that's all well, it's just crazy out there if you're not on somebody's team 100 percent, forget about it there is no common sense anymore it doesn't seem no nope. who else besides carlin was uh one of your faves oh of course uh richard Pryor. uh my god jackie gleason um believe it or not red skelton uh no i believe red i'm old skelton. school i'm old school abbott and costello three stooges you know I, I did a video where i hit somebody i, I got a phony sledgehammer and I hit my manager on the head, and Facebook took it off because it was violent. Could you imagine yeah. the Three Stooges on the social media? And, <laughs> and they didn't even use fake ones. They used real yeah, ones. Exactly. <laughs> what a world. No, it's, yeah, Facebook is ridiculous. I I spend less and less time on there. Unfortunately, I need it, but I spend less and less time exactly. on there. Exactly. So it's a double-edged sword. You know, they got me my following, but now the last few years, it's been turning, it's turned into a shit fest. It's really too bad. Yeah, no, it started off great. I, I liked it. Now yeah. it's just, you know, it feels like you're walking on eggshells all the time and yep. you got to watch what you say and you can't like... If you and they'll punish you from something you did two years ago. Exactly. Every, I... every day the rules change. You don't know what, what the rule of the day is. No, I know. I've been shot off on there many many times which is annoying so you've got the character tony gaga now yes how did you come up with him i mean i'm sure that that was didn't take a lot because i'm sure you know a lot of people like him exactly growing up in brooklyn and staten island every 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 neighborhood had that one guy who no matter what you did he could do better he could get it for cheaper and I just, you know, it's just an over-the-top character. You know, the typical Italian. You got a guy. You got a, I, you, Mike, you got to go to my guy. My guy works. Your guy works for my, you know. Would you get pavers for the pool? What's your pay? Ah, I, I got a guy, you know. And I just exaggerate it. And people love that. That character got me on uh, Mall Cop 2. Kevin James called me up. And that's in the movie. You got, I got a guy. Have you ever been on his any of his other projects? No, just that movie. I saw something that you still haven't had a Netflix comedy special yet. No, I don't know what the, you know, you would think these, these Netflix, the, the powers that be at Netflix would, would realize that just my following alone, you know, would, would transpire, would, would turn into views. But you know what? It's a brutal business. Oh, it it is. really is. I'm in a show uh, called Gravesend that's going to be on Amazon Prime uh, season two. It didn't air yet. It's about the mob in Brooklyn in the 80s. I got a nice little part. I'm in for three episodes. Hopefully that'll, you know, be like the next Sopranos. But I, I don't get excited in this business till the check clears and the money's in. Well, one of the things, uh, you produce your own videos, all these YouTube videos. You produce them yourself? All by myself. No pun intended, but I got a guy that does the editing, the special effects, but it's all it's all me. Well, have you ever thought about just, you know, taping one of your specials and, and just putting that out there? Because a lot of people just, you know, they just go with the self-starter thing because they can't wait for anybody anymore. And that, 
you know, it seems like you're the kind of person that would be a self-starter. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm using the social media. The social media is my, my TV. I got more views than some people on, on a, on a, on a sitcom. That's a shame some. though. Cause I, that's where I, I find more people. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of comics I found on Netflix that I'd never heard of. And even Amazon, I, you know, some obscure comics that I've heard of, I watch them and then it's, and I follow them after that because, you know, I've seen their special on Netflix and it's a shame because I'm yeah. sure that would broaden your base tremendously. Yeah. But look, they're all young, you know, I feel like I'm a dinosaur. Sometimes. I think, I think ageism really plays a role in show business, but you know, then again, in my audiences there's young there's old there's everything it's, i just saw uh, bobby collins uh, a couple of weeks ago and you know he was the same thing he doesn't really have any big comedy specials but he's been doing right. it for a long time exactly and uh and he still he makes a very good living doing it and he tours across the country and sells yep. out you know he doesn't have any big social media presence or a lot of specials in fact i had a hard time finding videos of him online so wow and he does very well so and you're you're doing very well it's, uh, hopefully it'll translate um but you know let's we understand a lot of the humor here so it's do you have to you oh know, i love rhode island i sell out all the time when i go to the comedy connection in providence judge caprio is a big fan of mine he comes to see me oh really <laughs> He's a great guy. He took me to his house, to his restaurant in Narragansett. Great guy. His whole family. You should have. He should have you on his show. I was on the show. <laughs> oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. He's in the middle of a talk, you know, of a case. I have a special friend in the audience who. I'm and Vic. Maybe you could help me out. It was. It was hilarious. Oh, I, I should look for that one. I haven't seen it. That's that's pretty funny. So you're gonna be at the audience for two nights. What can uh, people expect at that show? Uh, you're not gonna smile. You're gonna have belly laughs. Your face is gonna hurt. Uh, I'm not politically correct. I'm rapid fire, high energy. Um, I'm just look. I'm not the most clever comic, but you're gonna relate to what I'm saying. And it's just, just come on out. People want to get out. You know, enough is enough with this all this cancel culture and this wokeism, all this shit. It's just, just come out, have a good time, and laugh at each other with each other, like the old days. So I, I know that you've you've mentioned that you hang out after the show and talk to folks. Are you gonna be doing that or? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I don't know what. If they're going to allow a meet and greet. Normally I do a meet and greet, but even if they don't, I'll, I'll go in a street corner, which I did the last time I was there. <laughs> well, at the Odium, they're pretty cool. I, I mean, they just set up a table out in the lobby and you, you just go hang out at the table. Yeah, sometimes there's a paid meet and greet, but I, you know, I rather just, it's a small, it's a small theater. I like, look, it comes back to you when you're nice to your fans. Well, you know, it's 500 I, I, seats. I like visit yeah it's a it's, yeah, it a, it's it? really nice theater yeah i love it it's like my fifth time there yeah i love the town i love the people it's just great Do i you... love rhode island i love federal hill i was I just gonna know. say you're gonna go up on the hill while you're here absolutely john marzelli that's that's my that's my restaurant oh there you go the old canteen yep anything you want to add before we wrap it up no nah, just get your tickets uh you know before it sells out and after i play there don't ask me when am i playing there <laughs> That's what ticks me off. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll have lots of stuff to come, especially at our age. There's always something that's going to tick you off. Yep. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate taking the time to talk to you. And... Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. All right. Thank you. This has been Motif's Look Who's Laughing podcast. We would like to take this opportunity to once more thank our sponsors, The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. We would also like to thank you for listening, and we hope to see you for the next episode.